Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. The mind of a leader is that they are accountable to God and accountable to themselves. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context, where we are helping believers lead in every sector of life and in the local church. Hey, in our last podcast, we talked about leading yourself. And I talked about the prescription found in 1 Timothy 4.11, where it says, prescribe and teach these things. And I hit on verse 12 about let no man look down on your youthfulness and how it's your responsibility to prove yourself, not their responsibility to accept you. So I want to pick up on that prescription, verses 13, 14, 15, and 16. We'll run through them pretty quick. But I would encourage you to read this whole portion of scripture and just dissect it because it just has so many touch points that we could really wrap our hands around and hang on to. Okay, so the next thing he says, verse 13, is until I come, give attention. Paul talking about coming to see, or uh, Paul talking about coming to see Timothy. Until I come, give attention to the public reading of scripture to exhortation and teaching, okay? What's that? Build on the word. Keep the word central. Ask yourself, is the word of God the authority in my life? Or are my feelings, my emotions, my ambitions, or even our church tradition? What is the authority of my life? Am I a truth seeker? Okay? Then he says this, do not. Now listen, In verse 12, he said, let no one. Now he says, do not. These are strong words. Not pray about it, think about it. It'd be nice if you could work this out. This is strong. Do not neglect the spiritual gift within you. Where is it? It's within you. So it's up to your development. It's your stewardship. What spiritual gift is in you? Now we know in the New Testament, we have three categories of gift. We got ministry gifts, in Ephesians 4, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. Okay, it's clear that those gifts, not everybody has those gifts, but I think everybody has a, a portion of one of those gifts. Okay, in 1 Corinthians 12, we find the spiritual gifts, the nine gifts of the Spirit. Every believer, I believe, should have several of those operating as the Spirit wills. Okay, are, are you striving for them. He says, don't neglect these things. Like, are you seeking God? Do you want to have a supernatural flow? You know, one of the things to me that confirms a man or woman of God that's called into ministry is that there is a manifestation of the Holy Spirit in their life that is more than self-edification, that they are putting themselves out there in faith to be used by the Holy Spirit. And then in And then in Romans 12, we have what we call the service gifts, which is a representative list. That list, I think, could be a mile long. It it, it lists a bunch of things there, and we need to develop those gifts too. There's a lot of categories there. Uh, But what he says here is do not neglect the spiritual gift within you. Don't neglect it. Are you polishing it? Are you using it? Are you changing the oil on it? Are you allowing people to partake of it. Don't neglect that gift within you, which was bestowed on you through prophetic utterance. Okay, so is there a prophetic utterance over your life? 
A, has God spoken to you prophetically into your spirit? B, has the gifts of the spirit been used by someone in your orbit to prophesy, to stir, to give you a word of knowledge? And C, probably most important, is the spiritual leadership you're under, namely your pastor, have they prophesied to you not in a King James voice, but have they said to you, have they tried to call out something in you, have they tried to call you up to another place, then you need to take that very serious. When I'm raising up people and I speak something to them about what I see in them, how they respond to me, I know is going to determine how far we're able to go, but more importantly, how far they're able to go if they don't take that serious to consider that before the Lord. So the prophetic is a very uh, key instigator in the stirring and the releasing of that gift. And he said, do not neglect it. Don't do it. Through prophetic utterance with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery, and the presbytery just means a group of elders. It's a plural term for elders. So, you know, people that are and, and I think in this case, he's definitely talking about a set team of elders who had names and places. But, you know, there's a spiritual connotation too there that I think we could say the people around us that are prophesying to us that we should be under the government of the local church in these matters. Then he says this. Remember, we're writing the prescription. Now, remember he said earlier to take pains and strive, or verse 10, he said, to labor and strive. And I know some people don't believe in that anymore because they think grace is a substitute for work, which is the most ridiculous thing in the world. Grace empowers you to work. But now in verse 15, he does another rendition of it. Take pains with these things. What does take pains mean? It means be inconvenienced. Everybody around me has heard me make this statement. Discipleship is predicated on being inconvenienced. If you want to know you're growing as a disciple, measure your inconvenience meter. If your life is built around your convenience, then you're not growing as a disciple. You know, there was a reason why Jesus would just pack up and move sometimes. Like the disciples were just getting comfortable. All of a sudden, they look down and Jesus is walking down the road. They just say, well, I guess we got to leave the tents and the campfire again because here we go. He was teaching them to get outside of their own life. And that's why you're your most important disciple, because the more intact, the more internal integrity you have on the inside, the greater change that you can be an agent of on the outside. He says, take pains with these things, be absorbed or be caught up in them, so that your progress will be evident to all. That people just look at that guy and that guy and say, man, they're growing. They're growing in the Lord. I like to say this. I'm not really focused on where a person is at. I'm more focused on where they're going and at what speed they're getting there. And we have a lot of people, quite frankly, sitting in church that have not moved much in a long time. I'd rather take that new convert or that person who was just baptized in the Holy Spirit or rededicated their life, and, and they might be at first base, but honey, they're, they're chugging to second and don't get in their way, okay? Those are the gals and guys that I'm looking for because they're eventually going to pull people with them in their cloud of dust. Take pains with these things, be absorbed in them so that your progress will be evident to all. Again, we see the model here, okay? 
He's saying, let it be clearly seen. Let no man despise your youth. Let this be evident to all. This is your prescription. I prescribe and teach these things. Live by this standard. Then he says this, pay close attention to yourself. Okay, let me say, I'm going to tell you what that means. That means pay close attention to yourself. And in the Greek, it means this, pay close attention to yourself. You pay close attention to yourself. Have Holy Spirit self-government in your life and to your teaching. Now, this is obviously talking about the gift of teaching or standing before people and teaching. But remember, teaching is also modeling. It's the example to your teaching. Persevere in these things, for as you do this, as you what? Persevere. Perseverance doesn't sound like going to a walk in the park for me. Perseverance means I'm pressing through things. I'm hitting hurdles. I'm climbing at hurdles. I'm pulling myself up. Perseverance, that is a fruit of the Spirit, to persevere in these things. For as you do this, as you do it, in the process of doing, you will ensure salvation. Watch this both for yourself and those who hear you. Man, O'Day, you will ensure salvation for yourself and those that hear you because they will see the salvation that you're talking about. This is the prescription in verse 11 when he says, prescribe and teach these things, then he walks through it. Of course, this deserves a lot more attention than I can give you on this podcast. And I would I would plead with you to sit down and read 1 Timothy 4. Just go through it. Because he talks about people that have failed and fallen away. He talks about how to deal with some of those situations. And then he zeroes in on yourself so yourself does not become one of them, okay? And, you know, people always talk about the heart of the leader. Well, you know what the, you know what the heart of the leader's got to have? The heart of the leader's got to have a mind. There's got to be a mind of a leader. And the mind of that leader is, I am accountable to God and I'm accountable to myself. It is on my shoulders and I accept that responsibility, and then out of that, divine authority flows. Hey, this is good stuff. I pray you really digest it, think about it, reteach it, make it your own, challenge the team around you. Maybe make some of those lists and really challenge yourselves as to how we're doing with these things. Hey, this is Keith Tusi with Leadership in Context. If this has been a blessing to you, maybe it's time to send it off to somebody else and encourage them. 1 Timothy 4 outlines God's prescription to leaders. Be in the Word. Do not neglect your spiritual gifts. Be inconvenienced. Pay close attention to yourself and persevere. As you do this, you will ensure salvation both for yourself and those who hear you. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to equip believers to lead in every area and venue of life. 
As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. To contact Keith or ask him a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.